Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. And uh, we're on, what is this, episode 29? Episode 29, coming out February 25th, 2019. Yeah, this is this is the age that all women are. You know, That's right, 29, it's perpetually. The, it's, the, it's the mean number of, yeah, like... I don't know. I don't know my means and averages and mediums and I didn't do so hot in math as far as that goes. Yeah, I, I got up to I think algebra and that was about the base for me. But uh, I, I don't remember what those things mean. Uh, there's like mean and medium and I don't know. But one was like the, the middle number and one was all like the average number and one was all like the one that had the the most I think this is turning into an educational podcast. Okay. We're getting to roll this okay. back. Yep. All right. So, um, episode twenty nine, and um, we are we're recording this like an hour before the Oscars roll. So, yeah. We, we so we're going to suppose anything. who's winning. Yep. We're, we'll 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 give you our guesses in a minute. Let's and so, hit the, let's hit the news. Oh, we sure. Wanted to say something. No, we can go ahead and go right into the news. All right, uh, I'll let you take this off since you you got you've highlighted things in the order you want to talk about them. Sure, sure, just an order of importance. Uh, biggest Netflix has canceled The Punisher and Jessica Jones. Um, Jessica Jones season three, I believe. Oh, you're cutting out. Jessica Jones, can you hear me now? Yep. All right. Uh, but yeah, they've officially canceled the last of their Marvel things. Jessica Jones season three is still marked to release, but th- they're officially cutting their ties with the Marvel Studios. Yep. I keep reading and things so, that are all like, this is Disney being all like, screw you, Netflix. And this is Netflix going, we don't need you. I mean, I think no matter what, it's the fans that lose. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, it doesn't matter how you really cut it. It's it's the fans who are losing on this one. Because, honestly, all of the series have been pretty good. Um, some hiccups with Iron Fist, but other than that, you know. Right. All in all, it's been pretty good. Um, but within that same Netflix news area, um, Breaking Bad, the movie, which takes place just after the events of the series finale, um, is going to premiere on Netflix. Okay. So if it's taking place after the series finale, then I assume it's all. Um, it's it's supposed to it's supposed to wrap up Aaron Paul's um, entire story arc. Yeah. And follow him and his recovery and everything, and so we'll see characters and uh, Brian Cranston has announced that he's willing to return to that uh, to that role, but I don't I don't know if he'll actually end up showing up. Right. And so it's it's more or less just, you know, what happened to Jesse and the people that are in the town after the Walter dies. And I mean Walter might be alive still. That the ending was very ambiguous. I guess. We didn't actually see, you know, the light leave his eyes. He didn't close his eyes. Yeah. So but yeah, so that's that's something that's uh, that's that's happening on Netflix. Okay. Um, when it comes to renewals, uh, uh, Bob's Burgers is coming out for its tenth season. Yeah, I, I wanted to throw that in there. 
uh, like Family Guy got picked up again as well. So like that that whole streaming block of Simpsons, Family Guy, and and Bob's Burgers is the whole until the end of time. Yeah, yeah apparently. So, well, I'm like in the middle of the third season of Bob's Burgers. It's oh, I'll catch up in the next thirty years or so. Yeah, like I keep I keep reading things that are all like Bob's Burgers just keeps getting sweeter and sweeter, and I was all like, I don't know if I agree with that, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, well, that means that I'm going to start hating it. <laughs> I feel as though it's already peaked. Season three is is probably like the like as you're getting into it, it's probably the best. But there there's still like really good episodes here and there. But season three think, as a whole was really good. I think season two, it started to walk up and it peaked like episode two or three of season three. And then it's just steadily starting to come back down. Like there's like things within episodes. I agree. There are funny moments, but in general, like I didn't go in loving the show and I'm not going to leave it loving it. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. You, you never, you never quite sold me, but I will come out with my tight 10. I will come out with 10 episodes, my best and worst episodes, and the Media Monday show listeners will be able to reap the benefits of being able to cut to the best episodes, seeing how Gino, after seven years, and listening or watching the, 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 the entire series through at least three times, right? More than that. Okay, and you, you can't come up with a tight 10, so I'm going to come up with a tight 20 <laughs> of best and worst. Okay. All right, what else you got? Um, let's see. Uh, the Jared Leto Joker and Harley Quinn movies are officially canceled. Good. And yeah, I don't think that's a big surprise to anybody. <laughs> it's just it's an official thing. I don't think anybody actually liked the Jared Leto's Joker. Um, they like the Harley Quinn, and I think they're actually going to maybe do the Birds of Prey, which is um, when the Batman villainesses get together. Okay. Um, I think they're still doing that, but I think between Margot Robbie becoming a big name, they can't really afford her, and they don't want to waste her on um, something small. I did also hear that she is uh, she is down, or at least contractually obligated for Suicide Squad Two, which is something that's coming out. Okay. Um, it's I think going to be directed by is it Jim Gunn, the guy that did the Guardians of the Galaxies? Yeah. Yeah, Warner Brothers picked him up after he was fired off of that. Okay. And I, I think he can do a much better job with uh, with the story. I think he can do better. I doubt that like Will Smith and a bunch of them will come back, but you know, I bet you at least Margot Robbie is contracted. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and in other lesser news, uh, Howard the Duck series has been greenlit by Hulu, and it'll yeah. be written by Kevin Smith. There's there's another one they're doing as well. What, what, what was it? It was like, um, Tower of the Duck and begins with an N. M. M. M is in Mancy. Uh, Mancy. I don't know. Mon. I can't remember. Okay, but I believe this will be an animated series. Yeah, they're doing a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, which I'm kind of surprised that they're doing this with Hulu because I really would have thought this would have been coming out on the Disney platform. 
so within a year. The thing is, it's, it's going to be the, the the Disney platform is going to be like PG PG thirteen. It's going to have like your your PG thirteen Marvel stuff, and that's going to be like the most serious stuff it's going to have on it. It's going to be geared towards kids. And okay. then, and then Disney with buying the Fox stuff is going to be like majority stakeholder of Hulu, and so uh, it's it's rumored that they're going to put like all of their more adult things that they get from Fox and more adult sure stuff on Hulu, soft R stuff. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And I see, I could see Howard the Duck being very raunchy animated. Modok, okay, yeah. So that'll be fun. That he's a he's a Marvel villain. Yeah. So that's there's that. Um, let's see here, Tiger and Dazzler. Uh, Marvel's Hit Monkey. Uh, they're doing all these and they're putting them together as the Offenders. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that that makes sense. And these are all animated shows that are going to be on Hulu. Okay, good for them. And I believe I believe Kevin Smith is doing both Howard the Duck and Modoc. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, he's a good writer. I enjoy uh, Kevin Smith as a writer. Uh, I with that. And so we'll see. I'm, I'm yeah. excited for this. All right. Do we want to go ahead and talk about some Oscar stuff? Yeah. Do you have a, a list of uh, what things? I you do. Want to... Good, because I don't. I, I, <laughs> I do. I've got a list. We could just cover like the biggest, uh, the biggest few of them. Okay. Um, and just kind of run through this kind of quick. Um, so best picture. It is up to. Hold on, while I scroll should, should up. Should we do this in reverse order? You know, like they do actually. In the Oscars? Or... I, mean, I mean, we can. Like... I've just spent all this time scrolling up. Well... <laughs> uh... um, okay, here. We can, we can start a little farther down. We won't go through the entire right. Oscars well, lineup, though. We're going to do, like, uh, best actor, best actress. Yeah, here. Uh, let's see. We'll... Best motion picture, best motion picture, comedy, musical. Let's see. I'm going to cut it off at animated short. We don't. Yep. Nobody actually cares about that. All right, animated feature. We'll cover yep. like we'll cover like six of them or something like that. Okay. Yep. Let's do this. All right. So animated feature on the on the block is Incredibles two, mm-hmm. uh, the Isle of Dogs. Okay. Miri. M I R A I. I haven't heard of it, so it slipped by me completely. Sounds like something um, anime. Yeah, I think it's something Japanese. Okay. Um, Ralph, Ralph breaks the internet uh-huh. and Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh. And I think it's a toss-up between Spider-Man and Incredibles between those two. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Uh, uh, Isle of Dog is really good. It um, is, but when it comes to its visual styles, but I just don't think that it's something that's going to be picked up by the mass market. Ralph breaks the internet. I don't think there's anything special about that. Yeah, and for it wasn't I mean good enough. I've not heard of. I would not be surprised if Mary Mirai. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if whatever that is is fantastic and it just steals it away. 
But I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse had a great story. It was a good art style. Um, but, you know, within Incredibles, it was a very polished art style. And it made, you know, it made bank. So I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is my personal choice. But I think Incredible 2 might, might you know, push it out. Yeah, I think it's going to be Spider-Man. Um, on to Director. Uh, up for this is Spike Lee in Black Klansman. Okay. Um, Paul Pulowski in Cold War. Okay. Yorgos Lanthimos in The Favorite. Alfonso Cuaron in Roma. And Adam McKay in Vice. And I think Roma is going to probably take that. I think Roma is going to get shut out. You think it's going to be shut out by what? Uh, yeah, by anything else. I think they're going to they're going to stick it to Netflix. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think, think so. Are. I think it's because it, it made big on a lot of the foreign um, film festivals. Too. Yeah. No. It. And, and it was it, just picked up by Netflix. So to to be eligible for the Oscars, you have to be in so many theaters, and. They basically use landmark theaters as an option, as a, as a chance to get that. Like they're they're just paying people to play their movies in theaters so that they can be eligible for Oscars, basically. Yeah, I, I get that. That's them playing the game, and, and that's what the Oscars are. They're a game. And I don't, I don't think the or the motion picture. Well, actually, never mind. They just joined the Motion Picture Association. Isn't that who does the Oscars? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Netflix joined the Motion Picture Association like two weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. So maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I think I think Roma is going to do it. I think All it right. is, and if not, maybe Black Klansman. Okay, I, I, I haven't seen bet. enough of those to. Yeah, I've actually not seen any of these, so it's just me going on like things that I've heard. Okay. Um, supporting actress. Uh, Amy Adams in Vice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morena de Tavara in Roma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reginald King, if Bill Street could talk. Emma Stone, the favorite. And Rachel Wise, the favorite. Oh. Um, I don't know. Uh, it's probably going to go to Roma again, isn't it? I don't think so. No? I, I, think, um, I think it'll either go... Emma Stone or Amy Adams. Okay. That's um, my guess. Yeah. I kind of want to see The Favorite. I haven't watched that yet. I mean, it's it's obviously up for a lot of Oscars right now. And, and it's got a lot of ladies that I like. Yeah. And I don't know. I like Emma Stone. I like Rachel Wise. Yeah. Yeah. But... Having not seen it, I don't know that I can. I don't know. I don't know that I would give it to that movie. So maybe uh, yeah, Amy Adams. Uh, it's possible. I think Emma Stone or Amy Adams. It's one of those two. Okay. Um, so supporting actor Marisha Ali, Green Book. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver with The Black Klansman. Okay. Sam Elliott, A Star Is Born. Okay. Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me? And Sam Rockwell in Vice. Oh, I think it's going to Sam Rockwell. 
You think so? Either him or Marisha Ali, whatever his name is. Yeah, Marisha Ali. I think I think he's had a fantastic few years. Uh, I think Green Book was specifically made to be an Oscar bait movie. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I didn't realize he was supporting actor. I thought he was, you know, best. No, actor I think in I, this. I, I think Vigo Morrison is the the main character in that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's about him and his change. He's the one that has the biggest change. Okay, gotcha. In the story, I haven't seen it, but I'm just that's that's what I'm aware because uh, he's the one that realizes that black people are getting the short end of the stick and having horrible stuff and right. It's unfair and like he's the one that the the story is actually about. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but I think that he has had a fantastic run for the past few years. Yep. And with like with like Moonlight, was that last year or the year before last? That was a uh, year before last, I believe. Okay, so with him being in that, and he's had, I'm sorry, he's done a bunch of fantastic movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's picking up a lot of different kinds of roles. He's definitely not getting typecast. Right. Um, he was excellent. He was excellent in uh, Luke Cage as Cottonmouth. And I just think that he is a fantastic actor, and he's, I think he's that, been in so many things. Oh, he, I mean, it's tough. Like he's done so many things just over the past like five years. Um, he was in um, House of Cards with Kevin Spacey. And, yeah, like you know, he's he's been in a ton of stuff over the past five Wait, years. House of Cards was the first thing I remember him being in. Yeah, that's the first thing I'm aware of. Like I'm sure he's been an actor in the background for at least a few years before that. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to either go with to him or possibly Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Because after all, it is making fun of a Republican president. Yeah. And it's, you know, Hollywood's pretty liberal. So, you know, you can get a lot of extra laughs out of those performances. Okay. Media Monday show becomes political. <laughs> uh, lead actress. I'm going to butcher this name. God. Um, Yeltsa Apricio from Roma. I was going to say, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry, sorry, Yeltsa. Um, Anyway, yes, Roma for Roma. Glenn Close, the wife. Olivia Coleman, the favorite. Lady Gaga, a star is born. And Melissa McCarthy, can you ever forgive me? Okay. Now, can you ever forgive me? Bombed big time box office. It did. But that doesn't actually indicate. Like, this is one of those things, like, if it wins, it just means that a lot more people are going to get the, the DVD. Right. Um, Lady Gaga, I actually never did see A Star is Born, but I heard nothing but good things about her performance in the movie as a whole. Yeah. She's pretty good. Um, the favorite, obviously, it's up for so many things right now. So it's right. it's got to be a phenomenal movie. Glenn Close is Glenn Close, you know. Right. I feel like this I, can go anywhere. I think that I think Roma will get uh, its. Um, I think it's going to get its its thing from the director. And, and then I bet you the actors and everything are the ones that are going to get snuffed. Probably. So, and then I'm going to go ahead and discount the favorite and the wife. So I'm going to put it down between A Star is Born or Can You Ever Forgive Me. 
I don't think so. You don't think so? I, I think I would go to Gun Close just because she's Gun Close. Yeah, maybe. I think I think Lady Gaga's too new, and Melissa McCarthy's too. Common. I mean, she made an she made an Oscar movie. She went very against her yes, thing. Yes, it. She made one because like I'm going to attempt to be a, to get an Oscar. That's that's strictly what this is. Yeah. Um. So okay. So I'm I'm going to go with Lady Gaga, and you're going with Glenn Close. Yep. All right. So we'll we'll double check that later. Um, lead actor, Christian Bale, Vice, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born, William Defoe at Eternity's Gate, Rami Malik, Bohemian Rhapsody, Viggo Mortensen, Green Book. I think it's yeah. a toss-up between William Defoe and Rami uh, Malik. Rami Malik? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh... This, is, this is why they won't let me announce any Oscar awards yep. up on the stage. Because I, I mess up names like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, probably Rami Malk. Yeah, I think he's going to win, and I think they're snubbing William Defoe. Probably. I've not seen Eternity's Gate, but I've heard a lot of great things about it. Okay. And so I, I bet you Rami Malik was going to win. I thought his performance was fine. I thought it was good. I thought the movie was good. I just don't think that it's Oscar level. Maybe. Um, and so finally, last but not least, best picture. Oh, do they? They don't do a... Like... Because the Globes breaks it down into, like, best picture, comedy, or musical. Yeah, they don't do and that. Then, I think, actually, they, they might do that. It might be just so much farther down the list. Okay. And we just started off at, you know, like there's adapted screenplay, original screenplay, cinematography, best documentary feature, uh, documentary short subject, live action, short film. You know, it's it, it gets right. into a lot of stuff, film editing, all that kinds of stuff. And like we could go through that, but I think that becomes an episode in of itself. Yeah. Okay. Best picture. All right. So I did some scrolling there. So give me a second. Yeah, me too. Uh, okay, best picture. Um, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. So, yeah. I don't think Black Panther deserves to be on this list at all. I kind of agree. I think that it was a fine Marvel movie. It was It was entertaining. It is not an Oscar movie at all, period. You you think just Marvel movies are not Oscar worthy? No, I think that there could be um, one or two out there that are good. Um, I don't you... I don't know. I can't think of anything right off the top of my head <laughs> yeah, that would I can't be Oscar worthy. I think like Winter Soldier for cinematography. Yeah. Um, I think after Ms. Marvel comes out, like just the fact that they de-ageified Samuel L. Jackson so much, <laughs> uh, best effects or something like that, you know, but I don't think, I don't think they're ever going to be the best picture. That's not what they need to be. Right. 
And Black Panther, I don't think. I mean, it was it was really good. The actors were really good, um, but it's just not up there with a lot of these things. Yeah, I agree with you, Cartman. Yeah, I know. I, it makes me come, <laughs> it makes me come off as a very racist. I, I I recognize that. I think if it's um, I think either Black Klansman or Green Book are better movies. Okay. Than Black Panther. If you're going to go about whole, uh, you know, black suffrage think, and inequality and everything. I think they're everything. definitely more traditional Oscar-style movies. Yes. And I'm not and saying that there will never be... Black Panther is not a traditional Oscar-style movie. I'm sorry. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was a fantastic visual movie. It told a really cool story. I still don't think it should be Best Picture. Yeah. You know, I think there are things within Marvel movies that are fine for nomination and fine for awards, but definitely never pick Best Picture. I've not seen one yet. I don't know. Um, like, uh, weren't the Oscars going to add in that new category this year and decided not to? I think so. Yeah, they no, they, they added new... they added one, didn't they? No, they they were going to add the like the the best like different different type of Best Picture, like the the. For like the biggest box office or something like that, like for the better. It was like, kind of yeah, movie. it was like fan favorite or something like that. Yeah, and they decided not to do that this year. And they made yeah, it and they pushed year. it off to next year. That's what they announced. That's, they were going to do it to twenty twenty. And I Oscars. feel like that's what Black Panther should be in. Sure. Yeah, I I agree with that. It it made gangbusters. I think everybody who could see it did see it. Um. But I just think that in general, it's not a best picture level movie. And um, I think personally that Bohemian Rhapsody is going to do it. Do you? Either that or Vice, but I'm leaning towards Bohemian Rhapsody. Over Roma? Yeah, over Roma. Okay. Because I think I think Roma is going to get best director. Yeah, best director. Yeah, and I don't think it's I don't think it's going to get both. Okay. Yeah, I think I think when it comes to the whole politics of things, that Roma, it's I mean, if they're not going to give it to uh, give it to Netflix for other stuff, they're definitely not going to give Netflix a Best Picture. Right. You know, I think that they can maybe give an actor or the director, and I think it's the director that's going to pull it out. And so my money, my hard money, is going on Bohemian Rhapsody for the win. Hmm. I don't know. I think Roma will get it. You think Roma? Okay. Yep. So we're, we're on the record. All right. So let's... Uh, that's Oscar news, right? Yeah, that's that's the Oscar stuff, and we'll you know we'll come up with our we'll redact and resubmit this with the correct answers. You know, as of tomorrow, we'll we'll edit all this up so right, everything yeah, we yeah. recorded tonight just doesn't actually matter. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No. We're gonna we're gonna sweep the board. We're gonna be correct on everything. <laughs> all right. So let's talk about some new releases. Sure. Uh, there aren't a whole lot this uh, this next two weeks, so we can get through this real fast. Uh, Netflix has a show called Afterlife. 
Uh, okay. From and starring Ricky Gervais. Okay, is it a comedy? It is a dark comedy about okay. a contented man who is shaken while his wife suddenly dies. He responds by deciding to turn off his internal sensor and punish the world by doing and saying anything he wants from now on. Okay, that sounds like Ricky Gervais. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's a documentary. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it's uh, six episodes on Netflix on the 8th. Yeah, Ricky Gervais is one of those people, I agree with some things he says, but he's so abrasive mm -hmm. that it's one of those things, if you say you agree with Ricky Gervais, people are like, oh, I see. <laughs> and it's like, no, I agree, Ricky Gervais is an asshole. <laughs> I also agree with some things that he says. Uh, yeah, so this show's called Afterlife. And all day since I, I read this all earlier today, my, I've, been, I've been singing to myself, uh, Hell by the Squirrel Nut Zippers. The, the okay. In the afterlife, you'll be looking at some serious strife. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I've been singing that all day. Uh, uh, good luck getting it out of there. Let's see here. That's that's really it new on Netflix, uh, other than like some foreign things. Um, let's see here. Amazon has The Widow, which stars uh, Kate Beckinsale. Uh, she starts investigating her past after seeing some new footage of her dead husband. Um, like her supposed dead husband? Yeah, I don't know if it's that okay. or, if, or if she's just digging into his life. But yeah, uh, he may not be dead, I guess. Um, and then that's on Amazon. They also have a cartoon called Costume Quest. Yeah, and... which we were talking about this before we were recording. I was like, oh, I've played that game, and Gina laughed. And then I started describing the video game, which is you are going for Halloween candy and you're wearing a costume and the costume gives you different powers. Yeah. So, yeah, it may be based on the game or from the I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. They get costumes and it gives them powers and they use it to fight monsters. Yep. I mean, that, that's what it is. And it's, it's, a, it's a decent kid game. Like, it's not difficult at all. Alright. Um so I don't know, is that something you let your kids watch? Uh Costume Quest? Probably, yeah. Okay. I'm sure they'll see ads for it on the on the fire stick. Yeah, it's it's something that'll probably come up. I mean I've let them watch other things recently, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. Okay. Uh let's see here. The there's some traditional T V things. Yeah. Um Well, I'm gonna go the... back the opposite direction. Okay. Uh, so uh, let's see here. NBC has a show called Enemy Within. Um, it's uh, the it's kind of like um, you know Silence of the Lambs, where they work with somebody that's already captured uh, capture another big baddie. Oh, okay. It's that's the Enemy Within. They, okay. Uh, I don't think there was really anybody in it or anything that. Jumped out at me. I mean, isn't that basically what they do with Hannibal? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, it's created by the people who did Gotham. Okay. And um, no, yeah, that's about it. 
There's a oh against a CIA agent turned traitor who's freed from a life sentence in a supermax prison by an FBI agent who wants her assistance in tracking down a dangerous criminal. Okay, so basically the the concept and so a mix between um what is it, the blacklist and yeah. Hannibal. Yeah. Okay, good to know. Um, and then, uh, Stars has a show called Now Apocalypse. Okay. I, you know, I keep having trouble reading that as Now Apocalypse. It keeps coming up as Apocalypse Now. Right. And so my brain is like, oh, so it's a television series based upon the movie. Cool. And, uh, this, uh, follows four people on their quest for love, sex, and fame in a very surreal version of Los Angeles. Um, okay, so definitely, yeah. definitely based on the movie. Yep, exactly. Okay, shot um, for shot remake. Hmm. But uh, it was it um, did well at the Sundance Film Festival in January, I believe, and so it's on Stars for okay. ten episodes. Um, and then the thing that I read that made me go, "Oh yes." Out of all this stuff is uh, the case against Adnan Saeed on uh, HBO. Yeah, I listened to Serial. Yeah, I think everyone. Which they, which yeah, which they <laughs> they covered this entire thing. So that'll be interesting. It'll get his thing out. Yeah, it's a it's a four episode series, I think, and they okay. it, it airs. Uh, and week week. for the for the for the five people that didn't listen to the Serial podcast. Uh, Adnan Saeed is a guy who went to prison for the murder of his girlfriend um, but Ciro covers it and throughout the time of it they cover the evidence that was presented and you know talking with eyewitnesses and everything after the facts and while I was listening it per- uh, personally well, the, the thing I went through is like oh he didn't do it snap oh snap he totally did it oh snap there's no way he could have done it Oh snap! He totally did it. <laughs> I just with every episode and like new evidence came out. Like I, I just I literally got to the point where it's like I just kept waffling back and forth, back and forth, being completely sure. It's like oh, this is the clincher. We now know. And at the very end, it's just like meh. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But uh, so my guess is it's like two, maybe three episodes of what you already know from Serial. And then an episode or two of what's happened since then. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what it is. Is it produced by the same people that produce Serial, like This American Life? Nope. All that? No? Nope. Um, yeah. I don't know. So that I'm, I'm interested in seeing. That was like the first like documentary thing in a while. I'm all like... I could watch this. Yeah, that's that sounds like something I'd pick up. Okay, uh, just a couple things of note that I wanted to mention. We're returning AP Bio. I'm excited about. Yeah, I, we actually just started rewatching it from the very beginning uh, because we only watched a few episodes. Yeah, I got, it's, so, it's pretty good. Yeah, I I laughed. I rewatched the first episode and I, I laughed as I was watching it. It's it's something. It's got really good writing. Like the the later episodes are are more, you know, like like in the first episode he makes the comment he's all like, "I'm not gonna learn things from you." 
Um, yes, uh, he's he's setting up exactly what he's doing. By yeah. the end of that episode, he's trying to teach them. Right, like it's so, it's just one of those things. It's it's one of those things of, you know, it's just it's just funny how they're getting there. Yeah, and it becomes more of that over the course of the season. I would not be surprised if the series ends with him getting his either Harvard job back or getting the job of the guy that he hates. And you think that he's going to go back to those kids, and there's like an interview. It's like, no, no, I'll never go back. Those kids were horrible. You got to watch the first season then. Okay, okay. So <laughs> thanks for spoiling that, Gino. <laughs> um, let's see here. Because they just spend the whole first season trying to destroy him, right? Yeah, yeah. At least uh, the first few episodes. Like I said, well, I've only seen up to like... First Okay, I've, I've, I only went through, like, up to, like, episode four or five, I think. This is as far as I got when I was originally watching it. It's great. You need to watch it. All right. Uh, yeah. Also, American Gods comes back uh, in March. Okay, good for them. They left it on quite a big cliffhanger. The 10th, I think? Like, the, in two weeks from today? Okay, so right when – so after Easter, then. Is that when Easter is? I thought Easter was in like April. I can't really remember. I don't know about those pagan holidays. Easter 2019 is April 21st. Okay, so right before Easter. Yeah. Yeah, I like the American Gods. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how it's going to all go. I, I think that it could only be two seasons, right? And then they could spin off after that, but this is going to cover the the basic plot of the book, right? Yeah. Like, I could see them, like, milking this for, like, six seasons, and then just covering, like, you know, other gods out there and things that are happening. But, like, I, I'm seeing no more than three seasons where they can actually cover the events of the book at the pace they've been going. Right. I agree. Um, I don't know. Although I could... If they wanted to then go after that and and develop other gods and things, I'd be cool yeah, with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. There's a lot of really cool characters and uh, like plot things. And not to mention, I, I read the book Anansi Boys, which is kind of a sequel, prequel kind of thing. It's specifically about an Anansi in American Gods. And I think that would be a phenomenal musical, just through and through. I think that's the best way Neil Gaiman can go for his EGOT. He can get his Tony that way. Okay. I just think it's one of those things that it could become like a Disney musical, but a hard R. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's that's as far as like returning shows go. Uh, let's take a look at some streaming movies, and then we'll we'll jump into the movies and fantasy movie league and stuff. Sure. All right. So uh, there's the boy who harnessed the wind. Mm-hmm. It's coming to Netflix and will also be in theaters. Um, it's based on a book, I believe. Yeah, Sarah read the book. It's about a kid who uh, he reads and learns about how to build a windmill, and so he does that for his village. And he basically brings power to his village that way. Okay. Um, but yeah, so there's that's that's being made into a movie. Um, there's a, another movie, uh, Juanita, 
Okay, I've not it's heard of this one. About a small town in Montana. A woman seeks a fresh start by moving to a small town in Montana. Um, it's a drama. I don't know a whole lot about it, but it's a Netflix okay. movie. And then there's also Walk Ride Rodeo, which is about a girl who does rodeo things, who has an accident and can't walk, and then like fights her way back to being the rodeo again. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, none of those speak to me, but then again, nope. you know, but, I, I you know that other people might. That's that's how Netflix rolls. They don't. Yeah. They don't try to speak to John. They they it's really you. don't. <laughs> Them, them getting rid of Marvel is them specifically saying, fuck you, John. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. The All right. Let's move on to movies then. Yeah. Um, uh, so March 1st, they have a fair amount of movies, but we're only going to wait, cover wait, wait, a couple wait. of them. Let's hit the Fantasy Movie League first. Oh, sure. I know you want we to can go it. ahead and skip that. We can really skip that. <laughs> Oh, All right, so, I feel so bad for you. So I feel real bad for me too. I had completely forgot about this. This past week has been very hectic. So I forget to I forgot to lock in or I forgot to even just do my cinema. So I went in with just crap. I, I made I made nothing. I made had, nothing you, this you week. You still had a full cinema. I did have a full cinema, which means I didn't get hit as hard as I could have. But it really screwed me on the overall, which was what I was actually going for. That's what I actually play. Yeah. And so it just completely ruined. So I officially have to make a trophy for your brother. Uh, no. I don't? No. Uh, okay. Have you not looked at it? For the overall, yeah. he's uh, he's He wins. Does he? For the season, yeah. Let me see here. Se- uh, 758,400,000. Oh, eighty-three thousand. It changed. Yeah. Becca, Becca had to. Becca had to make a bit more money for her to for her to cinch that. So. I thought she was up for by like two million. Or no. Million. No. No. Right. I guess little so brother your, gets the trophy. Your brother wins the trophy, so I officially have to actually make an award for him. Because I've I've won consistently the past two times we've done this, where we've said we'd have an award. So I haven't actually made anything. So now I officially have to make something. All right. Yeah, you you totally would have won too if you would uh Oh yeah, yeah. I, I this week cuz he picked I, I think shittily. I, he really did. He picked really <laughs> badly. If I would have just done if I would have just how I uh how you train your dragons. Um I I think I would have I would have knocked it up there. And instead I'm in fourth place. I went from second to fourth. Overall, I think Becca went from first to second when it shifted from How to Train Your Dragon being the best for the week to um, uh, Happy Death Day. Yeah. And so that's very, very frustrating. But anyway. um, Uh, But anyway, you you won the week. You won the week with uh, $73 And, and so, congratulations to you. Yep. And congratulations to your little brother. Oh, we can see who won. I know it's not me. The most week over week for the season. Let's see here. Uh, your brother period. won. 
Your brother won most weeks. Did he? He won four weeks. Becca won two. You won one. I won three. Uh, and Rick won one, which was, you know, way to go, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, when he remembers to do it, then sometimes yeah, he does. Yeah, okay. he, he does decently, yeah. He, he could be competition if he just focused a little bit more on it. Um, He's a busy but yeah, guy. What's, what's your excuse, Gino? I mean, you you uh, tied him, you tied him, and you really, you really like, you think about this. You go in, like, I'm sure Thursday night and Friday morning. That's all you do for hours. <laughs> yeah. So you skim the metadata and everything. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, uh, your brother he he cinched the 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 win, and this also announces the the next season uh, starts this Monday. Yeah, we need and to, so it's let's a completely put out an fresh announcement or something, and, and get yeah on to Facebook. Join. Definitely, definitely. Um, but but seriously, yeah, I'll I'll make up actually if not tonight then tomorrow I'll at least make up a nice little award and we can post that picture and. Maybe we can get some people to do. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, that was Fantasy Movie League, which All I right. think I'm going to quit because I got totally just robbed at the end there. <laughs> All right. So, uh, movies coming out. Um, mm-hmm. The Next week, we've got uh, Medea Family Funeral. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know how well those do. Yeah, I have I have no clue on how well Medea movies are doing. Uh, I think uh, quite a while ago, they do uh, well Tyler Perry to keep said making that, them. Yeah, Tyler Perry. I think they're cheap. They're cheap to make. Okay. Uh, but I think Tyler Perry said that he's kind of growing tired of Medea, but I'm sure he likes that paycheck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it might think be things that carry over. I think How to Train Your Dragon will probably be the best thing for next week. Yeah, probably. As well. Um, and depending on how cheap it is, maybe a Medea family funeral. Maybe. What, what's this other movie? I don't know what you're talking about here. Uh, Greta. It's starring Chloe, Glo- uh, Chloe, Chloe Grace Mortez and somebody else. Uh, but anyway, uh, what it is is this girl finds a purse on the train, and so she returns it to this woman, and they hit it off really good, and this woman needs some help, and she's an elderly woman, and she's helping her out. And then she discovers that she's got a bunch of purses, and people who have returned purses to her before have disappeared. Okay. And so it's like a suspenseful horror movie kind of a thing. Fair enough. And so, yeah, I'm at least aware of the trailer. It looks like a decent movie. And then the week after that, Captain Marvel comes out and just, you know, spend all your money on that. It's going to make gangbusters. Yeah. Although I'm not it's, as excited about it as I want to be. I think it's going to be a decent movie. I don't think it's going to be the end-all, be-all thing, but it's going to set up things for Endgame. Yep. We'll, we'll be able to see a connection as to, you know, why this is the linchpin. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be, you know, Samuel Jackson heavy, so, you know, they're going to be bleeping out a lot of his, you know, cutting him off mid-sentence for reasons, you know. Oh, yes. mother! And then, you know, a bus hits over his head or something, you know? <laughs> yes. Gotta keep it um, PG-13. So, yeah, exactly. And a lot of other things are being released that that week, but it's a bunch of, like, B and C-list stuff. Um, 
like you know person sexist person gets a curse put on them and wakes up as a girl you know mm-hmm. those kinds mm-hmm. of movies and then they're coming out with the kid which is starring chris pratt and a few other people okay and it's a it's a billy the kid western oh, okay and so I don't think it's trying to compete with Marvel. It's just like, hey, if you're not going to go see this Marvel movie, come see this movie. Or like if you have AMC stubs and you can see three movies a week. That's true, too. That's true. Um, but yeah, so it's I don't think it's going to compete with it. I would not choose that for Fantasy Movie League at all. But I do think that, you know, it, it, it'd probably be a, it looks like it's going to be a decent movie. Alright. Uh, so, yeah. How to Train Your Dragon next week and uh, Captain Marvel the following week. Yeah, definitely. If they split and Captain up Marvel, the days, you think? They'll, they'll split Friday, it up, I think, Saturday? Friday, Saturday. Friday, Saturday. Oh. All depending on how much it costs, but Friday, Saturday are the big days for that one. Yep. Alright. Uh, that's that's it for upcoming things. Let's move into what we're watching. All right, let's run through this. Okay. Um. Let's see here. I've been watching. I watched Big Bang Theory. Okay. I watched uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yep. And um. Something I abbreviated here that I can't remember what it is. Bad Boys. Breaking Bad. No. Big Butts. He just put a BB on the list, and he abbreviated a bunch of other stuff. And so, Let's see here. Let's, let's talk about something else and I'll come up with it. It's something that should have been so obvious that I... Uh, that that I you abbreviated with a BB? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, I finished watching Dirk Gently. Um, Holistic Detective, the the first season, and I have to say that is one of the most bingeable season series I've ever I've ever come across. Oh, Bob's Burgers! Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> See that show is so bad, you know. Even your mind deleted itself from you, so uh, those letters did not connect you. Oh man! Listen to yourself, Gino. You're crying from the inside out. Oh, I feel so bad. You should. You should. <laughs> Oh, Gino, just move on. It's okay. Uh, all right. They've done enough damage to you as is. They forced you to make one of your friends watch it. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, I've been watching. I've been watching Dirk Gently, and it's one of the most bingeable series I've ever experienced. I had to stop myself when I discovered there was a second season available to start watching. And okay. I just I just had to be like, no, no, I've got to pace this out a little bit. So you finished the first season? I finished the first season, yeah. Yes. All right, that's where I'm at. What else? I thought it was really good. I thought yeah. it was really good. Um, it's really quirky, and I love it. it. It is, it is. Although it is difficult to get into. You have to give it a few episodes to truly get into it. And it's very weird. And the thing is, you didn't actually tell me this when you were trying to sell me on it. It is uh, based on a story written by Douglas Adams. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm sorry. <laughs> and if you would have said that, I probably would have started watching it even earlier. Because after I realized that's what it was, it's like, this makes perfect sense. It really fits in with the um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and all of that kind of universe yeah, stuff. It does. Like, it, it very much feels like that. Um, 
but yeah, it was it was really good. It's a, a really good first season. Uh, highly recommend it. Um, give it a few episodes. I would say that. I think two is all you need. Yeah, if you don't like it after two, I don't think you're going to like any of it. Yeah. I think that's very fair. Um, let's see. I've also been watching The Miraculous Girls, and it is very bad. Hold it on. Is... You, you, you cut out in the middle of that. I heard Miraculous and then Girls. Okay, I've been watching Miraculous Ladybug with my girls. It's actually okay. The Miraculous Ladybug and Cat Noir. And okay. it's basically this... It's one of those things they made so that they can redub it in a bunch of different languages. Okay. Um, but it's very much like Power Ranger esque. There's a villain who creates a bunch of villains to fight the heroes, and the heroes always inevitably win within 20 minutes. Okay. Is this and it's not good? Live but it's action very, or it's, is this animated? It's it's animated. It's okay. animated. Um, we also have been watching Shira, and we watched all the way through that. Actually, the girls oh, watched the entire so season. I. Like three times through, like they <laughs> in in one day. I remember watching like episode nine with them, and then I heard episode nine playing again from the other room, and I was like, "Did you restart that? Or are you back around to it?" And they they'd worked their way all the way back around to it. Nice. I caught the end of it. Becca watched it all, and I watched like the last like four episodes. It's good. It's well written. I think it's a good. Yeah, it's, uh, good. it's a good remake. Um, it's it's obviously out there to you know market too. I, I wouldn't be surprised if a bunch of action figures start showing up. Right. Um, but it's it's in general it's a good series. I don't know how it compares to the original, but it's it's good. It's got good writing, good character development, good animation style. I like this a lot much more than Voltron. It's to me it's like very similar a- animation style, um, but I enjoy this way more than I did Voltron. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I watched the entire second season of Dragon Prince. That's on my to-do list. I enjoyed the first season. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Um, um and if, if you like, uh, uh, The Last Airbender, you'll like this series. Yep. It's got a very airbender feel to it. And, um, I've been uh, continuing to watch The Masked Singer. Man, nice. I love the show, and it ends next week. Uh, okay, do they do they unmask all of the singers? Yes. Nice. So after next Wednesday, you should be able to just binge them all in like one sitting, and enjoy it thoroughly. If you if you know nothing going into it, you can watch them all and just love it. Okay. Like going week to week, and then like. Being excited about it, and then uh, having to wait to watch it the next day or something like that, like, because uh, um, you start, you start like thinking, oh, it's this person, so I'm going to Google some facts about this person to see, and then it comes up and it says like this person was unmasked on the Masked Singer, and you're like, damn it, yeah. <laughs> so like, it's the kind of thing you want to watch while it's happening, or you can binge it once if you know nothing, and yeah, don't look at things up, but. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that I don't think this will age very well. Like, it's going to be hard to Google things. Yeah. But then I suppose the next season you go, oh, maybe it's this person. You're like, oh, no, they were they were on the last season. <laughs> so maybe. I don't know. It, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah, you've gushed about this show quite a bit. And I uh, watched the first episode of Umbrella Academy last night. 
Okay, um, I actually started. I went to the DMV the other day, and I actually started reading the comic book. Okay. Um, and so I'm about halfway into the comic book, and okay. it seems interesting. Aren't there like six in the series? Six comic books. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's, there's six parts. And you're halfway. You're like on part three, or you're like halfway through part one. I'm halfway through part three. Oh, okay. So Fair yeah, enough. but um, and how many how many people does he say in the show that he adopted? Seven. Seven. Okay. For some reason, I heard something else, and I was no, like, "Wait." Like he he gets seven, and he call he tells them he adopted six that have the powers. Okay. Yes. Okay. Then that follows the comic book. Yes. Because there's there's like. There's one through six have abilities, and number seven is just a regular normal girl. Yes. Um, but uh, I I did not take my stay awake medicine yesterday, and I uh, I, I I missed like maybe five minutes of that, and I feel bad about it. Um, <laughs> and we did watch it kind of late after going to the movies, so. So anyway, um, but yeah, there's there's just one average girl among the the six super beings, and I can see how they make a television series out of this. Yeah. Um, would you recommend the first episode? Yes. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's a little violent, but it's pretty good. Yeah, it's 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 one of like those darker comic books too. So. So. Wait. Um, that's it as far as what I've been watching TV wise. Uh, I watched uh, Tumbleweed with the girls, which is an Amazon original, and it's like uh, it's like a stop motion animation thing, and it's okay. It's very preschool. So if you aren't into that, if you don't have kids or something along those lines, it's a big skip. But it's it's in general, it's good. It creeps Sarah out, so it's good for that too. <laughs> So wait, what, 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 um, kind of, what is it? It's a stop motion animation. Okay. Gotcha. And that's that's why it creeps her out, or is it like the content? Yeah, it, no, it, it creeps her out like that. That's the reason why she doesn't like these dolls dancing about. But the kids oh. really like it. But both the kids sit and watch it. Um. So let's get into movies. Uh, I think we both saw Alita. Yep. Uh, what'd you think of Alita? I it was okay. Um, I I coming out of it, I removed it from my fantasy movie league last week. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not good. Um, like it's it's an interesting concept, but the pacing on it is. I, I keep coming back to this. I think they should have cut this into two separate movies, and I think we would have liked it a lot better. Because it just is so rushed. I mean, if you go based upon like the events in the movie, mm-hmm. this is like a month later after she wakes up. You know, there's no time development whatsoever. Right. And there's no indicator of a passage of time or anything. And then basically a month later, she she falls in love. She, you know, does this. She does that. It's just bad pacing. And the acting isn't great. But it is making a lot of money in China right now. Is it? And that's where and that's where the market is. I think for this, it's made. Uh, 
I think $65 million currently. Okay. And this is its opening weekend. Nice. So I think that it's going to, at least worldwide, make enough money so they're going to come out with a sequel. Yeah. I, I would like to see a sequel. I would, too. I just hope they have better writing. It's just not good. I think the actors are good. I just yeah. think that the dialogue, the dialogue in it is just awful. Like, I made a comment guess, to someone that, that is that, that watches a lot of anime, and I was like, you know how sometimes with, when you're doing, like, dubs of anime, like, the, the dialogue feels a little weird? Yeah. I was like, that felt like that sort of weird, only it's not dubbed. <laughs> exactly. This is the language it was written in. And, um, and I, I get why she sounds that way, and why she sounds very... Uh, unaware and everything in it because minor spoiler she's martian she's originally from mars and that's the reason why she looks like that and so i get that's why she's sounds the way she does but the fact that like all of the all of the the humans the earthlings all do like that it just it's just bad anime it's just bad anime maybe that's just how they sound in like 300 years or whatever I guess. If that's the case, then I'm glad I'm not going to live to that. <laughs> and in general, like the general concept of you have these, you know, you can move your head out and put it in a different body and everything. I don't know. That's I think it's been done better. Maybe. Um, but anyway, like when it comes to action set pieces, it was good for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like visually, and this is what they advertised through and through. Visually, it was good. I saw it in 3D. So, you know. There were some scenes that's like, oh, this is pretty badass. But in general, when it comes to the whole acting and everything, it was an awful movie. Just awful. It was definitely a waste of a 3D ticket. Hmm. Um, let's um, see. What you been watching? I saw How to Train Your Dragon 3. Oh, okay, yeah, so... Opening night. Well, not opening night, Thursday night. Thursday night, it did $3 million. Uh, and Friday, it's so yeah, it's made a lot of money this weekend. Uh, and Friday, it made some of mine. Yeah. Um, is this is this the conclusion to the series? Yes. It felt final. Yes. Okay, good to know. Like, like they shoot years into the future. Final. Yeah, uh, that's what it's done with the other one, too, uh, with number two. It, it was a few years after the events of the first one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. But this is definitely... It, it's done. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so... Like, it was, it was pretty good. Okay, good. And... Um... Uh, like my favorite part is um, the uh, tough nut or rough. Yeah. Nut. Which one? Which one's the tough nuts? The 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 guy, right? I think so. Yeah, he's got his hair, you know, long blonde hair and braids. Okay. He's got it like tied together under his chin, and is all like telling people they can cry in his his full beard. Okay. Is it is it TJ Miller again? It is that? not. Okay, so they recast him. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. I bet you he was asking for too much money. No, he got in trouble. Oh, did he? Yeah. Like, he got in trouble, like, 
a year ago or something like that and hasn't been he's been kind of blackballed. Oh, okay. I was unaware of that. So, oh well. At no point am I going to movies being like, oh, T.J. Miller's in this. So, you know, it's not going to be a big loss. Okay. Um, and then last night I went and saw Isn't It Romantic? Was it? It, <laughs> it had so many like romantic comedy tropes, and it just made fun of them the whole time. And it was kind of yeah. weird. It was kind of weird. Okay. Did Becca um, enjoy it? I think she was the demographic. Becca did not enjoy it. Really? Okay. So, yeah, it's not that good. Okay, good to know. <laughs> like, to me, I don't mind, uh, what's her face, Rebel... Rebel Wilson, yeah. Rebel Wilson. I don't like her, I, I don't mind her as a supporting actress. I think that she's just a little too much to take as a leading character. She wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So, like... I got a little confused at the end. The movie got weird in that, like, she has her, she's in a romantic comedy sort of world. Cause she yeah, was, yeah, she, she she wakes up from, like, a coma, and she's suddenly into a, in a romantic comedy. Yes, except, like, I don't know. I'm just going to spoil the crap out of this movie now. Yeah, go, go you're, ahead. you're not going to watch won't. it. <laughs> I probably won't see it. I don't think this is Sarah's kind of movie, so. Uh, but anyway, so like she, the 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 reason she's in this romantic comedy is she's actually in a medically induced coma for like eighteen hours or something like that. Okay, and, and this is just her way her brain is processing stuff. Yes. Okay. And um, and so like during the course of the, of the the movie, uh, she learns, um, like the. Like there's like a voiceover voice whenever she gets confused and lost, and it's all like she learns she must find someone to love her, and uh, and they they did an interesting thing where in the end that like the to get out of the romantic uh, comedy thing, like she had to find out that she had to love herself instead of find someone to love her. Okay, I get that. Yeah, and that was that was better than. Then, like, because they, they made it play up that she had to, like, stop this wedding and get her best friend to, to, to like, to stop, realize that, like, she had, she felt, she realized that she was in love with the best friend. And, and it was all, like, I have to stop the wedding. She gets to the wedding and is all like, no, wait, I have to love me. Okay. And then, and then lets them get married. But, um, so that happens. And then she wakes up. Uh, and then she she goes to like her normal work and is all like oh everything's all shitty again I love it and um and uh, like ends up getting together with the best friend and she, and uh, and then like her her friend in the in the office is all like so you have the awesome job and you have the 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 best friend relationship it sounds like you were living in a in a romantic comedy. And she's like, yeah, all I need is a musical number. And then she like comes out of the building and then, and then they're, 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 they're they, 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 they have they a, musical a musical number. number yes. And, 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 so, and they sing express yourself for like the entire song. Okay. And, okay. So she's still like, in the coma. That, that's what I thought. And then I was like, no, it's just the end of the movie and they're doing a musical yeah. number. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's very Bollywood of them. Yes. 
I guess. I don't know. So that that happened to the end of the movie and made me go, huh? Why don't they just do this over the credits? Because then they, they had the credits come up and they all danced around to a different song. Okay. So, yeah. I was a little confused. Yeah. Um, Alita is the only new movie that I've seen. I've I watched a bunch of older stuff. Uh, Sarah and I sat down. We watched the Dark Tower movie, mm-hmm. and it was it was bad. <laughs> it was definitely not going to be a. No, I never saw it. Oh, okay. I attempted to see it a couple of times, and it never worked out. Um, but did you read any of the books? No. The I read half that, of the Gunslinger. Okay, this movie. It relies on you reading the books, but not liking the books. Okay. And it's just not good for that. Like, it's one of those things, they could very easily just make the movies based on the books. And you can kind of follow it, and you can cut out plenty of stuff. Like, you can make easily three to four movies from the content within the books. And in this, it's just like, we're going to just base it on the universe that the books are in. And it just creates this thing where the fans aren't going to like it. And the people who aren't fans and aware of the books, they're going to be so lost that it's just pointless. Hmm. And so that's, that's where it leaves you. Like I, I think I followed it pretty well, even though I hadn't really read anything. Uh, And it was, it was okay. No, it's just there's so much meta information in there that you're like, oh, well, that's based off of this. And, oh, this is them setting up that. And in the context of just watching the movie, they just fall flat because it's just them talking. You know? Okay. So you want them to do something more comprehensive? Either, Either one way or another. You either make it based on the books or it's just, you know, oh, we're not going to put all these Easter eggs in. I don't know. I mean, they, they just tried they to. Movies they, is like they they throw in little things that everybody everybody who's read no, the but books this was like every scene. This was every scene. They were doing something along those lines. Okay. Hmm. And it just wasn't good. It just wasn't. Just trust me. It just wasn't good. All right. Um, and it's it's rough because Idris Alba and, uh, and Matthew McConaughey were good in it. I thought they were both really good. Um, and it's just one of those things like, yeah, it's just one of those things that it's just like, meh. So I see why they didn't get any more. Um, the other things that I've watched in Hot Shots part do. Do we? And Hot Shots, I think aged pretty well. It's, it's, you know, it's one of those spoof movies and it's basically spoofing Top Gun, but it's just nonstop line after line. Like every single thing is a joke or a visual joke. Like, it's just nonstop comedy. And in the second one, you can see how it evolved into, you know, not another teen movie and all of those spoof things. Okay. Like, it's it's one of those things that, you know, this is the same people that did, you know, um, Naked Gun and Airplane and those movies. And with Hot Shots, it's kind of them at their peak of doing their own thing. And then Hot Shots Part Do is like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to start referencing things. It's still funny. It's not in the sense where it's just making fun of a book last summer, which is what, you know, all those not another team movie and 
scary movies and mm-hmm. all those kinds of things, it's still got its own thing, but it's definitely on the downward decline of that. Hot Shots Part Two is the the poor of the two movies, and Hot Shots is really good. If you like The Naked Gun or Airplane or any of those things, Hot Shots, I think, is at the peak of that writing style. Okay. And it's one of those things that, like, it didn't make, like, a lot of references that date it very badly. And Hot Shots Part Two, it starts to make a lot more references like that. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, anything else? No, that's all I've been watching. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up. All right. So you can find us on Facebook at Media Monday Show. And, um... Yeah, if you have any uh, comments or concerns or questions or, I don't know, if you would just want to say hi, shoot us an email at uh, MediaMondayShow.com. Media Monday Show. Yeah, we, no, MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. That's the one. At gmail.com. We are so thirsty, we will give you a shout-out. Truth. Yeah. And um, check us out at MediaMondayShow.com. Well, I mean, you're going to go there, and it's just going to have players for all of our podcasts, and it's going to be yeah, just that's as all good it is. There's... Just as good as getting the podcast from wherever you get the podcast from. But yeah, just just get it wherever least, you get it. Uh, you know, give us like a thumbs up on the the uh, you know, uh, and uh, maybe an iTunes review or uh, some that way other people will find us and maybe yeah. give us a listen. And you can find us at Media Monday Show on Fantasy Movie League. Uh, the league is Media Monday Show, and the password is capital G, lowercase e-n-o. All right. Yeah, we need to get that out there before this next week starts, and we can uh, – yeah. I'd love to have more people to compete with. Definitely, definitely. Um, but I will have to say that I'm going to be much more on top of it. I'm going to set an alarm every week for Thursday. <laughs> you, do you um, not get – this- I get I – get, like, I turned off notifications because okay. it was giving me a notification a day. Yeah, I, I was like, I get one a day. I also get an email like every day. <laughs> yeah, I don't. No, I don't. I don't do that. I don't do that. Okay. So they can just they can just suck it on that. Fair enough. But anyway, so congratulations again to Gino's brother Sean. Um, I'm going to work on an award for you and get it out to you as soon as possible. All right, and he'll listen to this and be like, "Where's my award?" Like. You know, in a month or two. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to work on it. That way we can post it on Facebook. Like, maybe, he'll get more the maybe he'll That's uh, right. Maybe he'll collect it someday. Yeah. He's uh he's gotta collect it in person and there's in a person, uh, in Colorado. There's a five ninety nine transaction fee. That's five hundred and ninety nine dollars transaction <laughs> fee. Um but yeah, we'll uh we'll make sure that it uh we'll get it out to you as quickly as we can. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it. We'll see you in two weeks. All right. Thank you, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.